You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 8th, 2019. My name is Philip Rossman-Reich. I'm the expert insight editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. And of course, follow us on Twitter or follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we'll talk about the Magic's game against the Dallas Mavericks and... What the Magic do with a little bit of time off, some rest and reset time for the Magic as they begin a critical stretch uh, in the season and a stretch that's going to afford them lots of opportunities to rest and reset ahead of this, again, critical stretch for the Magic over the next eight games or so. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you all that you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like there's a podcast covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's a podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Want the lowdown on the Dallas Mavericks? You check out Locked On Mavericks. You want the lowdown on the Heat or the Hornets? Locked On Heat and Locked On Hornets are your place to go. Locked On NBA has national coverage for you, and Locked On Fantasy Basketball has all the fantasy tips and advice you need to win your league. I'm sure the playoffs are coming up soon, or to make cash in daily fantasy as well. You can find all that on iTunes just by searching for Locked On and the team you're looking for, or tell your smart device in your car or at home to play podcast Locked On and the team you are looking for. The Orlando Magic are back in action Friday at the Amway Center as they welcome the Dallas Mavericks to town for the only trip Dallas makes to the Amway Center. The only time you'll get to see Luka Doncic and maybe the last time you get to see Dirk Nowitzki. Obviously, Dirk Nowitzki's had a major impact on several players throughout the league. Uh, Certainly, Nikola Vucevic said one of the things he was looking forward to at All-Star Weekend was getting to hang out with Dirk Nowitzki a little bit. It is something that he got to do. Um, and was very happy to do it, and a little starstruck, it seemed, uh, because Dirk is obviously a guy who opened a lot of doorways for players like Vucevic, not only to find a place in the league, but from Europe as well. Uh, So it's uh, definitely, you know, Dirk Nowitzki, a personal story here, Dirk Nowitzki is one of my favorite all-time players. Um, I I owned two jerseys, I wore really two jerseys of non-Magic players growing up. One was Tim Duncan. I never wore a Tim Duncan jersey to a game. The other was Dirk Nowitzki, and I actually did wear a Dirk Nowitzki jersey underneath my Tracy McGrady jersey one year because I love Dirk so much, and, and and I'm really sad that this could be his last time in Orlando, last time going around the league. Um, it, it, he's had an amazing career, obviously, and, and the appreciation that he's getting around the league is obviously more than well-deserved. The sentimentality, though, is put to the side, and you hope that the Magic are up by so much that you can cheer and have that standing ovation for Dirk Nowitzki at the end of the game. But the reality is this is a big one for the Orlando Magic. Orlando's at the All-Star break is obviously 3-4. and four. Their defense has stayed fairly consistent, a 108.0 defensive rating. I believe that's 7th or 8th in the league since the All-Star break. So the defense has slipped a little bit, about a point per 100 possessions, but not noticeably bad. Um, still pretty solid. What's what's really slipped for the Magic, though, is their offensive consistency. Um, they're not scoring and shooting the ball as well as they were before, and Magic have kind of fallen back to earth offensively. And so I think a big part of what the Magic are, are going to have to do here over this next stretch of games is, A, to, to continue to play at defense at a high level, maybe even at a higher level, but really, they got to get that offensive flow and rhythm back. And, and whether that means Nikola Vucevic getting the ball a little bit more or guys just making shots. Terrence Ross has shot the ball very poorly, and it's not just because of the injury. 
Um, he shot the ball very poorly since the All-Star break. Dallas is the kind of opponent that will provide a challenge. They've obviously got Luka Doncic, who just came off scoring 31 against Washington. Um, they've got Dirk, obviously, um, as well. They've got Tim Hardaway Jr., who can go off for a lot of points. But this is a Dallas team that is undoubtedly struggling. First, first their full season numbers. Dallas on the season is, you know, has a worse net rating than the Magic, minus 1.9, 23rd in the league. They score 107.9 points per 100 possessions, which isn't good, 21st in the league. The Magic are slightly below them. But they give up 109.7 points per 100 possessions. That is, you know, more in the middle of the league at 17th. But those numbers get a lot worse since the All-Star break. So, you know, a little bit of time here. Since the All-Star break, seven games, Dallas is 1-6. They have the worst net rating in the league. They give up, they give up 14.8 points per 100 possessions more than they score. They're only scoring 104.3 points per 100 possessions. They're giving up 119.1 points per 100 possessions. If there's a team the Magic want to face to correct any offensive problems they have, Dallas is the team. Orlando, then again, Orlando should have had a big scoring game against Cleveland, and that didn't happen either. Like everything else with this Magic team, it's always a fight. It's always a struggle. It's not anything is given. Orlando has to focus in and execute here if they want to get a win, if they want to score the way they're capable of scoring and take advantage of a defense that is struggling a lot. This Dallas team right now, again, is playing like the worst team in the league. One in six since the All-Star break, a league worst, minus 14.8 net rating since the All-Star break. Doncic is a challenge. He's a huge challenge. I imagine Evan Fournier or Aaron Gordon will get the call on him. Uh, if the Magic can cut him off, can, can kind of slow him down, they'll have a real chance to win this game. They'll, they'll have more than a real chance to win this game. They should win this game. And in fact, this is a, once again another game that Orlando should go into feeling we should win this game. I don't think there's really any other way to say it. The Magic are probably the better team. The Magic probably are a team playing better, even with how the Magic are playing right now. And it's just going to come down to execution, taking care of their business early, and playing the way they know they're capable of playing. That's really what this game is all about. Looking at kind of individual stats for this team since the All-Star break again, it's been a kind of a mixed bag. Luka Doncic is playing extraordinarily well. 24.6 points per game, 47.6% shooting, uh, 8.2 rebounds per game, 5.4 assists per game, 4.4 turnovers per game. But you're getting some good contributions from Dwight Powell, Jalen Brunson at, at 12.9 points per game, and Tim Hardaway Jr. They got some guys who can score a little bit, and if you're not careful, they you know can beat you. But this Dallas team isn't particularly deep. They're not strong defensively. They've got one transcendent player in Luka Doncic, and he can boost everyone else up. But if you can cut that off, if you could, if you can slow down their pick and roll game, if you can slow down Doncic, this is this should be a win. That should be a real a relatively easy win. And so the question then becomes: Does Orlando play up to their ability? Which has been the big question since the All Star break. Since the All Star break, uh, is whether Orlando is going to play at the level they have to to win games? Or are they going to sleepwalk through this one uh, like they did against New York, like they did against Cleveland, and give Dallas a chance? If you give any team in the NBA a chance to win, they're going to take it. Very rarely do they just completely yuck it up. Uh, and when it comes down to winning time, you've got to be able to take games when they're there. 
the Magic have to take away that opportunity here. And, 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 and if they do, if they can do that, then they'll be back on the right foot. Everyone can take a deep breath. The Magic will have that win that they need. And we'll see what happens with the rest of the Eastern Conference on Friday night. The Orlando Magic, though, have had the time to sit down and focus and prepare for this game. And that's what we'll talk about here in just a moment as that is going to be a big factor and a big key for the rest of the season. The Orlando Magic take on the Dallas Mavericks at the Amway Center at 7 o'clock. Coverage is on Fox Sports Florida. You can, of course, check out orlandomagicdaily.com for all the coverage after the game. We'll talk more about it uh, probably on Monday during Locked On Magic. The Orlando Magic's road out of the All-Star break was not easy. Just no way around it. The Magic had a, a very difficult schedule. Didn't seem difficult, I know, but a difficult schedule coming out of the All-Star break. Yes, they played Chicago. Yes, they played Cleveland. Yes, they played New York. But Orlando played seven games in 12 days coming out of the All-Star break. Seven games in 12 days. There wasn't more than one day between any game the Magic played over the last two weeks. That's not an excuse, mind you. Orlando had a chance to win every single one of those games. Even their loss to Cleveland, Orlando had the lead in the third quarter, and you know if it won for a 17-0 run in the fourth quarter, Orlando would have won that game uncomfortably, but would have won that game. So, fatigue certainly explains some of the inconsistency and perhaps some of the slippage that the Magic have seen, but it is absolutely no excuse. And that's the work the Magic took to correcting as they got to practice on Thursday. Oh, yeah, it was tired down there last session. Fatigue definitely was sitting in those last couple of games. Um, it's, it's grueling, but to have that day off yesterday and then come in here and regroup, uh, it's good. You know, because uh, Cliff is such a great teacher that uh, he can accomplish a lot in, in one practice day, so it's good to get, get on in here. Every team in the league is going to go through a stretch like that. So, again, not an excuse, but for an Orlando Magic team that clearly has a small margin for error, clearly saw some slippage defensively and some inconsistency. Getting a day off to rest and recover, and then a day to practice and sharpen and fine-tune some things is absolutely necessary. And while there's a double-edged sword here going on, the Magic are a game behind the Miami Heat tied with the Charlotte Hornets in ninth. So they're game behind for eighth with Miami. Both Miami and Charlotte have two games in hand, so they will play two more games than Orlando will. But, at the very same time, Orlando is going to get the opportunity to make tweaks, to adjust some things, and to get themselves ready and prepared for the upcoming games. They'll be better prepared for the games that they're playing, and better prepared, and assumedly, more focused to get those wins, to bank up more wins. Orlando will play their next eight games in 18 days. They go from 7-12 and 12 to 8-18. Eight and 18. The Magic will have more, two or more days of off days, no games. Two or more days without games before five of those games. Quite literally, and this is literally because of the road trip that follows, the next eight games, and really especially the next seven, are going to make or break this Magic season. Because the next seven the Magic play are against teams that are below 500. 
They start versus Dallas at home. And and again, and also on top of that, six of the next eight are at home, including a five-game homestand beginning next Thursday. This is this is it. This is the season. If the Magic are going to make a playoff push, if they're going to be in the playoff race, if they're going to take the pole position and take control, now is the time. And the hope and the idea is that with this added break between games, yes, other teams might be able to pick up a win when the Magic don't and they'll have to make up ground. Like I said yesterday, the Magic are kind of coming around the turn to the straightaway and we'll see where whether they're really ahead or not. It only looks like they're ahead at the moment or slightly behind. But assumedly, having this time to rest and prepare will bring them out more focused and ready for these games. They can focus specifically on their next opponent. They can focus specifically, most importantly, on themselves. And that's the real value of this practice time. It's great. Uh, you know, for, for just for little things, you know, you're not going to you know, do anything you know, huge in these practices, but it's little things that, you know, you kind of get, you know, go away from during the season as you don't have as much time to practice. There's a lot of traveling. You know, it's hard to pay attention to all the little details. So when you, whenever you have time, I think it's good uh, for also for, you know, guys to work on their game individually, you know, whatever they want to work on, but their body lifting and stuff. And then also, you know, team practice. I think uh, today was good for us. We worked on a lot of good things that we needed to. And uh, I think in this next two weeks or so, we'll have a couple days and we'll be able to do some good stuff. Steve Clifford did laud the Magic's effort against the Philadelphia 76ers, at least in the second half, and said that's the way the team needs to play defense. That's the way we need to play defense. And so there was a positive to take from the game, or at least uh, uh, something to point to and say, we're moving back in the right direction. Get a day off to, to rest and relax. Terrence Ross went through the entirety of practice on Thursday, even though he was a bit under the weather and still feeling the sore Achilles. He's still listed as questionable for Friday's game, but it sure does sound like he will play. Uh, so you got the chance to kind of reset there from a health standpoint, and then you get the chance to reset and begin tweaking some things defensively and, and, and back on the court and offensively and, and getting back into the rhythm that you need to win games, getting back to the approach that you need to win games, to get the mindset right, to get those reminders that you need. That's at least what it sounds like should happen theoretically. It's always the issue of what happens in practice. What happens when the team gets out on the floor? What happens when the chips are down? What happens when there are inevitable struggles, when a team does go on their run? That's the bigger question for this Magic team. Because right now, they've looked good at times. They've looked desperate and played with urgency at times. And they've looked lackadaisical and a bit, you know, uncommunicative or fatigued even. The bottom line is, all this stuff is nice, and, and I do think that the, the chance to practice and, and get some rest helped reset the team's battery. It would not surprise me if the Magic came out and played exceptionally focused and won Friday's game running away. would not surprise me at all, in fact, especially with the opponent and, and, and where the team is at. They have a reason to fight a little harder right now because they need to catch up. But the bottom line is this is still a team learning how to win. This is still a team figuring out what it needs to do every night to be successful. And most importantly, when they do struggle, finding a way to push ahead, to push forward, to get better. 
that's still very much an issue for this team. We'll see if the Magic have figured anything out, though, when they hit the floor Friday night. I hate to say that any game is bigger than any other at this point because they're all big games, but Friday's game is a big one. Just to establish the focus and intensity that they need against, like I said, the worst team in the league. Are the Magic going to have the same approach that they gave the Warriors to the Mavericks? Or are they going to let their focus go in and out? Their intensity go in and out? These are the big questions the Magic really have to answer. And while it's nice to say you could tweak things and sharpen that focus in practice, it doesn't matter if you don't bring it over to the games. And the Magic are going to have a lot of times like this where they'll be given the chance to come into a game fresh, to have a game plan and really focused in. These next eight games are essentially all like that. The Magic are coming home from Memphis on Sunday before going out to Washington, D.C. for Wednesday's game. Which, by the way, starts the only back-to-back in this upcoming stretch. They come home to play Cleveland on Thursday. The main point here is Orlando really does control its destiny at this point. Maybe not exactly its destiny, but controls whether it will come out of this stretch with the wins that they need or struggle, keep floating above water, and have to make up ground when the schedule gets tough again. After their five-game homestand, there is a really difficult four-game road trip that includes critical games against the Heat and Pistons. Those are games the Magic cannot lose, especially the one against the Heat, to to win the season series as much as anything. And so Friday will be a measuring stick for Orlando on whether they can bring back the focus and intensity that they had before the All-Star break now that the fatigue excuse, the schedule excuse is gone. They have the time to prepare. They have their legs under them. Now they just have to go out there and do it. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, follow us on Twitter at Locked on Magic and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places you can download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at R underscore MD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. We'll have complete coverage of Friday's game against the Dallas Mavericks on orlandomagicdaily.com, plus Sunday's game against the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll talk about that game as well on Monday's episode of Locked on Magic. But until then, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Ross and Reich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic. Your daily Orlando Magic Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.